By the Creator's hand, in serried ranks, the redwoods stand. No other clime is honored so, no other lands their glory know. The greatest of Earth's living forms, tall conquerors that laugh at storms, their challenge still unanswered rings through fifty centuries of kings. The nations, that with them were young, rich empires with their forts far flung, lied buried now, their splendor gone. But these proud monarchs still live on. So shall they live when ends our days, when our crude citadels decay, for brief the years allotted man, but infinite perennials span. This is their temple, vaulted high, and here we pause, with reverent eye, with silent tongue, and awestruck soul. For here we sense life's proper goal, to be like these, straight, true, and fine, to make our world like theirs a shrine. Sink down, O traveller, on your knees. God stands before you in these trees. The Redwoods by Joseph B. Strauss, was written in 1932. 
Strauss was the chief engineer for the design and construction of the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco, California. The son of a musician and a painter, he was also an accomplished poet and a visionary. Strauss was a bridge builder in literal and figurative senses. His works and his words have stood the test of time. I first read this poem while on my way to California many years ago. It would be years later that I would stand in the shade of the royalty that are the redwood trees. I do remember being struck by the universality of the poem, though. The timelessness and endlessness of trees. Trees as monarchs, guardians, and gods. Trees as perennial givers of life. As we move away from longer nights, heading steadily towards longer days, the reminder of the redwoods, great giants who tower above us, ever held by the sun, courageous, reaching, and true, felt like a reverent inclusion to this season of animisma. And though they aren't ancestral Celtic trees, they're undoubtedly magical and otherworldly, and when I'm near them, I feel the same sense of awe and wonder as I do with any of the magical trees from the Celtic pantheon. Welcome to episode three of season two of Animisma, All Things Inspirited. My name is Heather Louise, and I'm so deeply grateful that you found your way to my quiet, gentle, mysterious, mythical, forested corner of the digital realm. I'd like to take a moment to briefly thank the blessed souls who have left reviews of my sweet podcast on Apple. When Animisma dreamed itself into being, it was my heart hope that it would find its way to those, all those, who are resonant with these stories and with my heart. I'm blown away, truly blown away by your kindness. And I just wanted to say thank you for taking the time to review my offering. This season of Animisma is dedicated to the trees that we venerate, celebrate, learn from, lean on, fear and feast with as we walk together through the seasons around the wheel of the year. The first season of Animisma included an exploration of myths and legends and customs for each celebration. If you haven't had a chance to listen already, I invite you to head over to season one and have a listen there too. If this is the first time we're meeting, it is my honor to connect with you. I am a spiritualist and an eternal student of mystic wisdom who lives in veneration of the earth. My work is deeply inspired by my Celtic heritage and tends to revolve around honoring and connecting with the natural world, Celtic myths and legends, and the gentle reclamation of personal sovereignty. I partner with story, poem, and song to create spaces for people to directly connect to nature, spirit, and self in ways that are authentic and true for them. As many do, I live as a convergence of blood, bone, language, and culture. My blood ancestors, those whose face I wear, travelled from Scotland and Ireland to the land known in the common tongue as Australia, where I was born into this life, onto the ancestral lands of the Camerigal clan of the Aeora nation. Like my ancestral kin, I too have travelled across the world and, at least for now, find myself living in the high desert in view of some very old mountains in the middle of what is known as the United States of America. 
I live on the ancestral lands of the Ute, Arapaho, and Ocheti Shakawan, the seven council fires. I live as a Celtic convergence, and my offering is one of connection to spirit and nature for all of those who are also woven of the many threads and who are drawn towards honoring the cycles of the seasons, the natural world, and all of its inhabitants tree, flower, feathered, finned, elemental, animal, spirit, all. So to you, my dear listener, wherever and whenever you are, whether you are here with me in 2022 or listening from the future, I honor the spirits of the land that you are on and the land that I am on. And I gratefully acknowledge all who come in spirit form to be of support, to provide guidance and wisdom, and to hold us while we connect with the spirit of the earth and her seasons through these beautiful festivals. Thank you, and a hundred thousand welcomes, friends. Hami ho I'm so happy that you're here with me. The Vernal Equinox The conceptual balancing of day and night, the spring equinox, moves us from the cooler, darker months and gently tips us forward towards warmer, longer days. Equinoxes offer us a moment of pause regarding balance without and balance within. I feel there's a dynamic quality to the equinox that can support reflecting on one's own inner equilibrium, the balancing of elements, of thoughts, the balancing of rest and movement, the balancing of focus and of dreaming. For the Celtic Wheel of the Year, this celebration in modern times is sometimes referred to as Ostara. Ostara, or Eostra, is the name of an obscure goddess of the spring whose historical origins are often questioned and who was thought to have originated amongst the proto-Germanic tribes stemming from the word ostro, meaning dawn. Eostra is a goddess of the dawn, both literally and figuratively, with dawn being used as a metaphor for the death of winter and the lengthening of days. Each year, she is thought to retreat to the underworld for the duration of winter and is reborn anew each spring, bringing with her fertility and abundance. Some believe the word estrogen originates with Eostra, the divine feminine moving within us all. Though her origins may be questioned, I feel that her celebration at spring is welcomed. The beautiful goddess of the dawn, returning to bless us with freshness, flowers, water, and warmth. Some say that she is capricious and can turn from warm to solemn in an instant, a reflection of the unpredictability of spring weather. For me, given this time in the passage of human history, I lovingly welcome any deity, thought form, or spiritual gift who brings comfort in the form of greenery, flowers, and warmth. She who can walk beside us or sit with us at our hearth as we ground, breathe, and deepen into the understanding of what challenge truly is and the wisdom and freedom offered through change. She who can offer us balance through her dawn light 
as we navigate the shadows of either our own or the collective's fears and thoughts. So as the myth goes, our Celtic ancestors understood the balance of the seasons. That there was not just one day that marked time, that the warmth and the cold approached like the tides ebbing and flowing, either full or barren. At spring, eggs, a symbol of potential and awakening life, find their way into our law. Eggs house all potentiality, and as we have been dreaming through the dark days of winter, moving gently into the cleansing awakening of Imbolc, the eggs, the seeds that have been planted, both in our gardens and in our hearts, begin to hatch and awaken at Ostara. The dragons, ancient beings whose magics that lay above and below the earth are awakening and are celebrated at the equinoxes, and life is stretching more fully from each branch. Another creature sacred to the Celts that is celebrated at this time is the hare. Shape-shifting witches were thought to become hare, or hares, and it's associated with magical secret women, with lunar goddesses, and of course, the moon. These sacred, mystical creatures are venerated at the equinox, and if you're in luck, you may see one at dusk or dawn, coming out from their hidden places to share in the budding grasses and the warming light. This creature of immortality, of rebirth and fertility, may have diluted into the Easter bunny we know today, who brings eggs to children on Easter morning during the Christian festival of rebirth. However, we can intentionally turn our inner gaze towards the mystical wonders of the hair, especially during the season, and invite its eternal spirit to sit with us, and perhaps even guide us, if it feels so called, and if we may be so honoured by it. The medicinal and sacred trees and herbs celebrated at the equinox are many, and today, in the spirit of this season, we ask for their blessing and protection. To do this, we will undertake a guided journey of awakening, visiting sacred trees, greeting the moment, attuning to the energies and blessings available at this time on the wheel. Together, and with your willingness and support, I would like to ask for a blessing for the collective in support of strengthening the resolve of mankind to protect all those that are unsafe and to soften the hearts of those that would seek to harm. Together today, we will surrender into presence, attuning our collective hearts to the great wisdom of alder, ash, nettle, hyssop, and gorse. I'd like to invite you to take a moment to support your vessel, your physical body. Find a quiet and comfortable place where you won't be disturbed and where you feel safe. It can be indoors or outdoors, providing you have adequate protection, warmth, and ventilation. You could be in a room, perhaps you're in a car. You might even be traveling on a train or a plane. Perhaps you're outside by a fire or lying by a tree in a park. You might even be sitting on a haystack in a barn. Wherever you find yourself, welcome. Please take a moment to get really comfy and be sure your feet are warm and your body feels supported. 
Once you feel ready, I invite you to take a deep, nourishing breath. Gently close your eyes and continue to focus on your breath. Sense the air around you, above and below you, as you breathe in. Then notice the space around you as you breathe out. Stay in your body. Stay with your breath. And as we move through our imaginal walk today, use your mind's eye to see this new world all around you. Embodied and safe, calm and connected, we will begin our journey together. On behalf of all who are connecting through these words today, I humbly request that you be blessed and protected today and all days. I humbly request that your trusted guides and allies join you today, seen or unseen. May you be surrounded by those who love and support you today and all days. Surrounded by blessing, protection, love, and safety, my invitation is to now release all that does not serve you, all that is out of alignment, all that is out of integrity. You are held and you are safe. You are whole and you are complete. You are well and you are held. I humbly and lovingly acknowledge the unseen and the seen, all spirits known and not known to us who kindly offer us wisdom, protection, and guidance. We are honored by your presence. We are so grateful that you're here. A day of balance has arrived. The spring, the vernal equinox, Ostara. We find ourselves walking along a forest path, a very thin, hidden path that winds its way softly through tall evergreen trees and grasses that have browned over the winter. There is some snow around, and you notice that this path was created by the passage of hares, mystical and sacred beings that are known to move through this forest in the spring. It is early morning, not the break of dawn, perhaps an hour or two afterwards. There is birdsong around, small chirping and loud chattering. The winged ones have returned to the forest, heralding the return of warmth and green shoots, heralding the end of winter and the return of the light. Spring is making its way through these lands, melting cold places and warming the earth, knocking on the door of seeds and sleeping roots, beckoning they awaken from their dreaming and begin their journey towards the sun. With the bird song dotting the soundscape, the light easing its way through the trees of the forest, you make your way along the thin path. On this day, you notice you are warmed by a pale lavender cloak. It has small yellow flowers sewn around its edges. You are warm and covered, the long hood falling down slightly over your forehead resting on your shoulders. In preparation for our ritual of spring today, you hear a drum. The drum in your chest beats a steady rhythm. As you continue to see yourself wandering through the forest along the hair path, your cloak draped over you, 
the light moving through the trees, you hear the drum again. Let the drum move with you, partner with you. My voice will return to you shortly. Keep walking, keep walking. Trust the path, it will guide you. There is a glowing tree ahead, not a bright shining glow, a rare crimson glow, as though it is emanating sunset from its leaves, branches and trunk. By the tree is a thawing stream. You can see the water bubbling and trickling just below the ice. This is a sacred tree, the first that we will meet today. This is Alder. You feel drawn towards the alder. Its glowing bark hums an ancient song, a tune from another world, another realm, another place, an elven song, a song from below and above, from within and without. There is a small stone seat carved into rock at the base of the alder beside the stream. The rock face is smooth softened by an age of visitors making their way to this holy place. You take your seat, pulling your soft lavender cloak around you, stilling yourself, feeling your heartbeat, noticing your breath. A prayer rises around you, a request for blessing from this ancient being. Balancer of fire and water, male and female, blood-red wood who purifies and blesses us, sacred alder, we honor you. Teach us the way forward through our own thoughts and hearts, clearing us of all that no longer serves us, showing us that we too are courageous, strong, and can call on the path of the spiritual warrior in our time of need. Bless us with clarity of sight. Clear us of our own dead branches so we can receive the green inspiration of the sacred and of the divine. Shield us from our own confusion and ground us into sacred discernment. Soften us towards the realms of the Shi, your spirit as the elven king, ever powerful, ever strong, ever mystical. Great older, gateway between worlds, holder of the betwixt and the between, we are humbled by your presence and we are grateful for your wisdom. Blessed be the sacred tree. It is a powerful place, this simple stone seat beside a wise and powerful tree. How does the fire and water balance within you, the older asks. How does this earthly plane and the lands behind the veils of time and place, 
How do they claim you? Are they in balance? Does one require more of your time and attention? How do the genders blend and balance within you? The yin and the yang, the advance and the retreat. Sitting here, you reflect for a moment on that which can go to ground. Any thoughts, feelings, opinions, attitudes, pains and memories that no longer serve you and are no longer yours to carry. Bending from your seat, you touch the cool ground with your hands and ask for all of your own leaves and branches that have died over the winter to be received lovingly by the earth, transmuted, cleansed, and offered into the primal energies and life force of this place to be absorbed and to be used for life, either by this tree or another. Rising now from your seat, you turn towards the older and bow your head in thanks for its blessing and the sharing of its wisdom. Returning to the path, you notice a small carved sign. It holds a symbol with an arrow pointing towards a dark thicket of trees and brush. Following along the hare path, you hear the birds once again singing their songs of warming and connection to each other and to the trees, perhaps even to you. As you enter the thicket, the bird song diminishes. Branches with soft needles surround you and it's hard to see ahead of you or above you. Trusting in the path, you move your gaze to your feet, one small step at a time, one foot in front of the other. There is nothing to fear here. Yes, it is a place of magics and wonder. However, you are kin to the trees and to the earth. You are a part of this mystical family of beings, and you know that these dark and hidden paths and places are often protecting something special something extraordinary. Turning a bend, the thicket begins to open and the trees lift back above you, opening a space and a time around you. As you raise your eyes up from the path, you look upon a very tall, very straight, very mysterious being. It is an ash, sacred to all the tribes of the north of the world. This, this is the tree of life, holder of above and below, keeper of the worlds, holder of the universal truths of the cosmos and of all existence. You notice that the hair path encircles the ash in this clearing, and so you begin walking around it, observing it, and being observed by it. Feeling the presence of the ash and its wisdom, you begin a walking meditation, contemplating the continuum of life, of past, of present, and of future. You contemplate the illusion of time, the illusion of death. You contemplate the infinite nature of your soul and the blessing it is to exist in this lifetime, to be alive to have a free and wild heart. You walk and you feel. You breathe and you walk. As you walk, 
you hear a drum, quietly tending the space around you, creating a container of connection for you and the consciousness and the wisdom of the ash. You feel what it is to live a life of balance between stillness and motion, witnessing and action. You walk and you contemplate. My voice will return. Keep walking. After three full walks around the ash, you rejoin the hair path. Before leaving for the next and final phase of this spring journey, you turn towards the magnificent tree and bow in thanks for all that it is, all that it was, and all that it will be. Sky above and earth below, held in universal law, With grace I bow to you, O tree, and offer you my love and all. The path weaves away from the ash through the dark thicket. As you walk, the chittering of a small bird catches your ear. You smile. Such beauty and wonder the birds bring. Such a gift, this path, trodden by hair after hair. Such wisdom held in this sacred and holy place. Leaving the thicket, you enter a more spacious part of the forest. Herbs and flowers live in this corner of the world and are starting to awaken with tiny green buds and shoots. You wonder what this place will be like at the height of summer, alive with song and lush with flower and leaf. For now... As it wakes, the plants ask you to join them on the ground. You find a small clearing and sit on the cool earth, pulling your cloak around you. Around are the budding shoots of nettle, hyssop and gorse. Closing your eyes, feeling the cool earth and sensing these magnificent beings around you, you consider the wisdom offered by the physical and the spiritual wonder of these plants. Nettle. Beautiful nettle, blessed giver of nourishment, calmer of body, cleanser of system, we pray you bless us with the wisdom of presence of awareness of the moment and awareness of our surroundings. Thank you for moving stagnant energies within and around us. Thank you for balancing the fire and the waters within. May we be as bright as you are on our journey ahead this year. Hyssop. 
beautiful hyssop, warming, strengthening, cleansing, and purifying. We pray you will purge us and balance us and strengthen us now the winter is complete and the sun is returning to warm your leaves as it warms our hearts. Gorse. Beautiful gorse. May your golden flowers bless us with hope for the future as life lifts and stirs around us. May we be protected and with your blessing, may we receive an abundance of health, imagination, connection, friendship, healing, freshness, energy, and hope. Blessed by these sacred beings, you imagine yourself as a tiny flower bud. You're welcome to just see this experience with your mind's eye, or if you like, you can curl up into a ball right now and follow along if you so choose. As a bud, you emerge slowly from your branch and you grow, layer by layer, tight and true. As the light warms around you, you, as bud, begin to stretch and move and reach, blossoming into your flower form releasing your holding shell, claiming the light that shines around you and bringing beauty into this world, one perfect petal at a time. You are spring itself, a reminder of life eternal. You, as a precious flower, bringing forth so much warmth and joy to this world, you blossoming into this moment, have arrived. A messenger of spring, a messenger of light, a messenger of hope and of universal love. Please take a moment to sit as a flower, surrounded by budding and growing leaves and shoots. When you're ready, you bow to each one of nettle, hyssop, and gorse, thanking them for their wisdom and for their life-giving medicine, thanking them for continuing season after season, thanking them for joining you on this walk that is the human life. Surrounded by these blessings, it is now time to return your awareness to your human vessel, your human body in this earthly plane. Please feel free to gently blink your eyes open and move your body in ways that feel good for you. Maybe stretch your arms and legs, twinkle your fingers and toes. Maybe gently nod or rock your head. Perhaps you'd like to move your arms like the swaying branches of a tree. Take a deep grounding breath and release it with a sigh. Ah, let's do that again. <laughs> when you feel ready, find a comfortable seated position. Thank you for joining me today to celebrate this sacred 
beautiful day of balance and of blossoming light. As you shift away from these words and shift away from this time, please don't forget to drink a little water or maybe some nettle tea if you have some and eat a little something, maybe something sweet to help you ground into your body and to integrate the beautiful experience we just walked through. If you feel so called, perhaps journal a thought or two or sit with a tree nearby and offer it your friendship. Whatever you do today, I pray that you and all you hold dear are blessed by the budding green shoots and longer days of this season. May grace guide you and hold you in the coming year. In closing, may all that we do and say today and always be for the benefit of all beings. May we walk with integrity, honor, and grace. May we welcome our shadow forward in service of revealing to us all that needs tending as we walk in human form. May we never forget the passage of our ancestors, human and otherwise, that brought us into being, and may we honor the wise and the well ones for their guidance and for their support. May we honor the descendants, all of our kin, and may we commit ourselves to guide them, love them, and resurrect the wild beauty of our shared home, this precious planet Earth, for their walk. May we live our lives in safety, offered in service, and guided by spirit. Thank you so dearly for joining me today. This episode was influenced by the blessed teachings of Glennie Kindred and Downey Forrest, with a special thank you to the goddess and the green man. I so look forward to connecting with you for episode four of season two, Bealtaine. You can learn more about this episode, the Celtic Wheel of the Year, find resources at thepathofintegrity.com forward slash animisma. Aelin Areo's beautiful song and homage to our treekin, Whispers, from her album The Code of the Flowers, was licensed for use with permission from Jumpsuit Records. Animisma is brought to life by the brilliant Emily Osborne. Learn more about her work at emilyosborne.co. If you'd like to hear more, I invite you to subscribe and share amongst your community. Email subscribers receive instructions prior to the podcast regarding offerings, rituals, ceremony, etc. You can subscribe at thepathofintegrity.com forward slash subscribe. Tapa leave a heart in Agus Chiri and Rasta.